0: Welcome to this edition of DBSA's Real Recovery Podcast. For more information, visit us on our website, www.dbsalliance.org. We've been there, we can help.
1: Today, DBSA's Real Recovery Podcast features Elizabeth Siegel, DBSA's Chapter Recruitment Manager. Welcome, Elizabeth. We're very pleased to have you with us as our guest today.
0: Thank you. I'm very happy to be here as well.
1: To start off, I'm hoping you could share with us a little bit about your background and what you do here at DBSA.
0: I'm glad that you asked that. I've been here about two years, and I'm the manager of chapter recruitment, as you you mentioned. Um, When I first started here, my job was to help people start support groups, and I still do that. That's uh, what I do every day, and it's what I enjoy. Um, But as we went along, we noticed that we needed uh, support groups to be online so that people who are living in rural areas, people who couldn't get to -to face-to-face groups, have the opportunity to participate in online groups. So that's what I do.
1: Wonderful. Um, I guess um, I'd like to get a little bit of information about support groups in general. Uh, What can you tell us? What are some of the benefits? Why should somebody uh, join a support group?
0: Peer support is very important for people who are on their road to wellness. Primarily, it's a a good forum, a good confidential forum for people to talk about what they're going through with other people who've had that experience. Um, It's a place to share what you've experienced, to learn a little bit more about how other people have dealt with the problems that you're facing. Um, In particular, the online support groups offer people an opportunity to do that in a completely anonymous setting. Um, but we also have face-to-face groups and I'd say the majority of uh, our online support group users also participate in a face-to-face group as well.
1: So the uh, online augments what you're doing face-to-face uh, mm-hmm. with, your, uh, with your peers. Interesting. And um, what was the impetus or what uh, made DBSA decide to launch these online support groups aside from uh, some of the things you've mentioned? Was there a, an initial reason uh, we decided to do this?
0: One of DBSA's goals is that we serve people when they need it, how they need it, and where they need it. And there are certainly areas, though we do have almost a thousand support groups across the country, there are still areas that don't have a support group. And some of those are too rural, um, or perhaps someone is not able to get out of the house and get to a face-to-face group. So this is an important way for us to make sure that we're hitting everybody who needs peer support.
1: Wonderful, and in terms of in-person and online support groups, are there some uh, key differences between the two?
0: I'd say the primary difference is that one of them is taking place in an online medium and the other is taking place face-to-face. In reality, there really isn't that much difference. They follow the same format. They're all peer facilitated by volunteer peer facilitators. Um, The groups run about an hour and a half online and that tends to be about how long they meet in person. So the primary difference really is that you're sitting in front of a computer instead of in front of a group of people.
1: And when you say facilitated by a peer, Mm -hmm. uh, just for those that maybe are not familiar with our uh, support group settings, uh, when we say peer, we're talking about somebody
0: that is a consumer. Mm -hmm. Who also lives with a mood disorder and that, because we have three general groups. At this time, we have have four support groups. We have three general groups. We also have a family and friends support group as well. So um, when we say that they're peer facilitated, we're talking about somebody who lives with a mood disorder. And so that's either living with a diagnosis of a mood disorder or also as a family member living with someone with a mood disorder.
1: Interesting. And if somebody would like to participate in our online uh, peer support groups, Is there any technology that they need to have available, Um, any software or special requirements to participate?
0: In general, all someone needs is access to the internet. Um, We've tested both, and it works on PCs and Macs. Um, Everybody needs Java. Uh, That's a particular type of programming that is needed, but it's easy to get that using um, our online support group user guide has a link to that so you can download it.
1: So you can link directly from the DBSA site to Java and mm-hmm. download a, a very uh, small program that will help you uh, use the, the DBSA format. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And many computers already have that in, uh, built in, so quite a few people won't even necessarily need to go through that.
1: Wonderful. But it is quick and easy. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, And if, if you're doing an online support group, what are some of the things that you should do to enhance the, the experience or the things that you as a participant can do to get the most out of the uh, online support group?
0: I'd say the best thing would be to come on time and to plan to stay for the whole thing. Um, Sometimes people find support just by watching, just by observing and getting what they can out of it. Um, So you don't necessarily need to come ready to talk uh, unless you have something that you want to share or discuss. The most important thing though would be to be present. So when you're there at an online support group, you will get a lot more out of it if you're, if you're really present and you're really participating rather than switching in and out of other websites um, or other chats.
1: So undivided attention is kind of important. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and You mentioned earlier that we offer a couple different kinds of support groups. I think you mm-hmm. said family uh, was one of them. Uh, what, what was the other end? and could you tell us about the differences between the, the support groups?
0: Sure. Right now we have four online support groups and they each meet once a week. Three of those are uh, general, so they're generally open to everybody who is living with a mood disorder. Although for the most part, they're attended by people who are diagnosed with a mood disorder. And then we have um, a group that has a family and friends focus. So everybody is invited to all of the groups, be they family, be they diagnosed. Um, It just depends on what the focus is and we will be starting another new one uh, in the next couple of weeks And that'll also be a general group.
1: Oh exciting and when you say general group are these groups appropriate for a person with say uh, Depression and bipolar would they go to the same group or are there different groups that for different um, conditions?
0: They're open to everybody, bipolar disorder and depression.
1: Wonderful. It's probably also a good resource if you're dealing with issues of anxiety or or just any uh, issues that you might be confronting. Working with your peers to understand uh, techniques for wellness.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's a great resource. Okay.
1: And how about how often are these offered?
0: They are once a week, uh, and there are four of them. So there are. Currently two on Monday night, and one of those is the family and friends group. There's a Tuesday night group, there's a Wednesday afternoon group, and then we'll be starting a Friday evening group.
1: And the schedule is posted online?
0: It is. It's on our website. Uh, To access the online support groups directly, you'll go to www.dbsalliance.org. And that's O as in online, S as in support, G as in groups.
1: And once you're there and you have found the support group you want to join and the day you want to participate, do you simply log in or is there some process to, to joining the group?
0: There's a very quick registration process and there's information on the website to find out how to do that, but all users have to supply a username, a password, and an email. That's it.
1: And you mentioned earlier it's an anonymous setting, so the username could be um, just any name that you come up with, or your real name.
0: Absolutely. The only thing we limit it by is uh, appropriateness, so <laughs> we reserve the right to uh, to only use those those positive names.
1: Well, but before we wrap this up, are there any any uh, other things that you'd like to tell our listeners about about these support groups? Any last minute advice or tips or or. Just
0: that they're a a wonderful addition to people who are um, both attending face-to-face support groups. Adding an online support group would be a really great way to continue to get support when your face-to-face group isn't meeting. It's also a great resource for people who are already participating in online support. DBSA has a a wide variety of things available online through our website. We have uh, discussion forums. We have Facing Us. um, We have online chats. Uh, but this is another thing to add to make sure that you're really getting everything that you can out of our website.
1: Another tool to add to your wellness uh, plan and, 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 and a different way of approaching wellness.
0: Absolutely. Well, wonderful.
1: Well, I thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Um, to all of our listeners, thank you for listening. This has been a DBSA Real Recovery Podcast.
0: This has been a production of the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. For more information, go to www.dbsalliance.org or call 1-800-826-3632. We've been there. We can help.